You're listening to the Boo Boys Podcast. All right. Well, my name's Dalton. I'm Ivy. I'm Kelly. And we're the Boo Boys. Got a short list of all of us today, just the three of us, so you won't get lost in the conversation. This week, I'm not really sure if this is going to be a super long episode. Parts, points, things that are connected to them that kind of like go into them. The topics are two different places, and the places have things going on, so there are multiple points to the places. I'm picking up what you're putting down. So let's get into it. First thing that we're going to talk about is the Charman. Not Charmander? Nope. Charman himself. Charman himself. Charman. And this one's kind of weird, because like, it was kind of annoying trying to find information like about it, which, which doesn't sound right. I found lots of information about it. There were a shit ton of pages that were like, the 10 things you don't know about the Charman. And it's like, that's okay, but I need to know the actual story of this so-called Charman. And the reason that it was so hard to find that information was because it's more of an urban legend than anything. So there's probably a real story somewhere out there, right? That this basically kind of broke off from. But there's just kind of a few different points that are supposedly all leading up to being this one urban legend. So if we go into Ojai, California, around the Ventura County, there is a camping park known to be a really nice park. It's really nice if you want to hike or walk or just go sightseeing and stuff. It's a place that lots of people like to go. And this park is said to have multiple spirits roaming within it because, you know, that's just how parks and big wooded areas always are. Of course, haunted. And the first thing that you'll see if you go into this park typically is a ghost bride. And of course, it gets really stereotypical. She's got the bloody dress and the sad face and everything. She's tall, she's skinny, she's got light brown hair, and she has a veil that covers her face because ultimate spookiness. Very close bride. It's said that she was murdered by her husband on their wedding day just for her dowry. Very close bride. I mean, yeah. So I feel like that's probably why they, they got rid of the dowry stuff is like too many people were dying because of it. Yeah. You know. Supposedly, she can be seen attempting to hitchhike. Um, I feel like I would not stop my car if I saw... Like a bride. A bloody dressed bride. And uh, I don't know. Maybe I'd, maybe I'd call the cops. I just don't think I would stop. Uh, That'd be a big no for me. Keep the car coasting at a modest 15 miles Just like an roll hour. the window down and be like, hey, you okay? <laughs> And if she, like, kind of looks at me with her veil on her face, be like, no, okay, bye. (laughs) Yeah, you're all right. Because a a normal person's not going to be walking down the road trying to hitchhike with their veil on. No, they're going to be like, hey! They're going to be using the veil to, like, flag people down. Yeah, fuck that. So, I mean, for for those of you out there, if you would stop for the creepy bride with the veil over her face, like, how how would you start that conversation? Like. Please tell us. Like, do you pull up in front of her first and, like, stop the car? You pull up behind just, like, her and put the, like, head, put the you, headlights on her? Do you, like, beep her? at her to yeah. let her know that you stopped? Or do you just, like, stop in the middle of the road, like, next her. to her? And you just, like, hey. roll down the window and you're like, sup, girl? Get in. You look Where like are you going? Ready. You look Where like you you're going, ready for honey? commitment. <laughs> <laughs> are you going just like that, honey? You should smile more. <laughs> so, that's the first ghost that supposedly haunts this, this park. 
And I feel like that one's a little, like, stereotypical, like, coat There's ghost always story. a fucking bride. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you're going camping. And it's camping. always the most vague, like, oh, she was murdered. Oh, wow. Tall, skinny, and brown hair. Can you really describe anybody else in the 1800s? Amazing. So then we get to the second ghost. And this is the horse girl. <laughs> it's said that she is in, like, full horse riding attire. She's, like, on top of a horse. They're just doing their own little thing. And then oh. you can see the horse gets scared by a snake. And as it toppled over, it lands on the girl, and you will basically just see her reenact this over and over again. Like her death. She died. Yes. Getting crushed. It's like a Greek punishment. Right? Jesus. You like riding horses too much, crush. What the fuck, Poseidon? Well, you know why they wouldn't let women ride, like, you know, astride? Nope. My science is that I don't know. Ah, you don't know why they made them ride side saddle? No. Oh. So, the reason why it's not ladylike to ride astride, and they were made to ride side saddle, and they had to go through the whole shebang, is because um, they were convinced that if you rode astride, first off, your legs would become, like, bowed, or um, you could break your hymen (laughs) and not be a virgin anymore for riding too hard if they gallop or get scared or whatever. Oof. (laughs) With the Charmin. Charmander. Is, um, it's kind of, um, interesting. So, <laughs> there's two parts to it, kind of a thing. So, according to the legend, I'm just going to read exactly what it says that it is, because there's so much information. Okay. And I didn't want to write it down because I'm lazy. Also, it'd be a waste of paper. I feel it. And you could just read it. Exactly. So, according to the legend, a vampire relocated to the Ojai area in 1890 from either Italy or Spain. Exactly. So, he acquired a small ranch and kept a low profile. However, as soon as he arrived, the local cattle began turning up dead and drained of blood. So, shortly thereafter, the locals were like, what the fuck? And then, all of a sudden, they started getting assaulted by this strange wolf-like creature. The townsfolk got up in arms and realized that the vampire was in their midst and raided the vampire's ranch during the day. But the vampire was prepared for such a thing and had a huge black phantom dog guard his stone sarcophagus. It also drank blood. The ranchers eventually repelled the dog with a silver crucifix and closed in on the vampire above ground, uh, the vampire's above ground stone tombstone, <laughs> hidden by underbrush and weeds. Realizing its master was in trouble, the black beast charged the ranchers again, only to be turned away as they sprinkled holy water at the hell beast. With the dog retreating, the ranchers opened the stone casket and staked the evil monster that lay within, thus ending the vampire's short reign of terror. The casket or stone sarcophagus is said to still lie there hidden away amongst the brush and weeds. It is above an above-ground tomb with a small window in it, and you could supposedly peer inside the window and still see the skull of the vampire. It's speculated that this legend popped up from a possible real-life live-ground tomb from a possible real-life above-ground tombstone. It is plausible that it's an old family near the turn of the century that may have buried their dead in this manner upon their estate. It's not unheard of, but it's also apparently the custom of a certain time of, like, Europe and, like, things that they did there. So, around there is a bridge, and that's what they also call the Charman Bridge. And so, they think that the vampire, like, when he was put outside, like, in the outside world, the window, allowed the light to hit him and that it burned him. And so now his ghost haunts the bridge. So, they think that there is a vampire ghost haunting <laughs> this park and he has a black phantom dog that guards where his skeleton is still of course he has a grim why, why would he not although <laughs> there is another story about 
the possible being of the uh, Charman. Charman. And that is that a husband and wife were caught in a fire. And as the husband was pinned under burning rubble, he had to listen to his wife cry out for help until she died. And he basically burned to death. And his soul is in agony because the last thing that he was dealing with was like his wife next to him dying. And so he just haunts the area. And then the third thing is potentially, and these are all supposedly the stories that could be the Charman. Right. Third story is that there was a car crash in the 1950s on the Charman Bridge that burned the man in the car alive, basically. And so he just, you know, he's walking around like... He's a Charman. Yeah. Riverdale Road, Colorado. The road is said to be cursed. And it's said to be cursed as of the early 1800s by Native Americans <laughs> um, who believe that the land that the road goes through is actually cursed and is causing a lot of issues that I will tell you guys all about. <laughs> so this is pre-The CW show. Right. The CW also doesn't take place in Colorado. No, I know. Right. Way before, that. Way before Archie. So Native Americans believe that the actual road in itself is cursed by, like, basically bad spirits. And they say that if you were to see a, a gray fox, that you don't want to continue down the road or into the area at all, because that's an evil entity that's going to try and do Kill bad you. things to you. But if you see a coyote, that is a good entity, and necessarily you would have a better time going in there. They also believe that the road is the gateway to, like, the bad place. They don't really believe necessarily in hell per se, but like the they believe it's a gateway life. to a negative, yeah. Like a bad afterlife dimension place? Yeah, basically. A bad place. The bad place. You don't want to go downstairs. So, there, the bad place. Bad place. in 1864, a man named David Wolpert decided that he wanted to build a house on that road because fuck with the Native American snake, right? Right. And you know what? Fuck them so hard, I'm gonna bury it. I'm gonna make a house on top of an Indian burial ground, too. Oh, yeah. So he, his wife, and his three children lived in this McMansion and just kind of them and their neighbors owned a massive amounts of land on this cursed road, basically. Of course. And weird shit would happen. People would act weird, people died, like animals would die, stuff would go missing, and they just like nobody really knew why. They just kind of accepted, like, this place is crazy. They're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And they actually think that the, the guy, David, the owner, actually went crazy because of it. But that's all the information that they really give on that. They don't say what made him crazy or what was crazy because nobody, like, specific died. Like, come on, you You know, like, as we continue, the family themselves lived in the house just fine. And over the years, they had many different occupancies, such as it was at one time a cowboy inn, nice. a gambling den, a brothel, and a horse ranch. And multiple people died within all of those places. They're not really sure why, who, or how. <laughs> multiple deaths. That is all. In 1975, well, they didn't really have, like, the testing and stuff That's to true. keep up with it. So somebody died in the 1800s. They just kind of accepted it. In 1975, on the property, there was a chicken barn that burned down and ultimately kind of shut the property down altogether. Like, people weren't supposed to go there anymore because it was deemed a hazard. Because of the chicken barn. <laughs> Right. Of so, all the things. The mansion still sits there, basically just degrading, and nobody's done anything with it since. Because huh. of the chickens. Along the actual road in itself, there is a neighboring house down the road, and that house is said to own the gates of hell. 
Mm-hmm. Um, if you go to the gates of hell and walk through them, it said that you're basically allowing yourself to be like taken into an alternate dimension or to hell or whatever you want to consider it. A oh. bad place. Exactly. <laughs> it said that the owner of the house that basically built the gates of hell and the house in it was told by demons to kill his wife and children and burn down the house. And it said that you can still see his wife walking around in white looking for her children. Like, on the property. There it is. Further down Riverdale Road, there is a boy. It said that this little boy who boy. was walking to school one day was hit and run. Or was, uh, like, a victim of a hit and run. Um, and you can see him walking down the road as though he's, like, going to school. But you can also see him slap road signs and leave handprints on the road signs. Ooh, weird. Are they bloody handprints? Yes, actually. Many people uh, get into accidents thinking that they just, like almost hit a kid or like they have hit right. a kid um or they like swerve off the road thinking that's just like ha right and then when they look back there's nothing there and that is his vengeance honestly so there this is like a one of those roads that like people go to all day long right because they think it's haunted and spooky or just like nice looking depending on like the area that you're in and so there's parking areas and it said that if you park on the third parking area of the road um and you just, like, sit in there for a few minutes, you'll hear what sounds like somebody walking up. Mm-hmm. And if you look, there's nobody there. Mm-hmm. But it's because there's a jogger who got hit by a car and died on the road. But it's also said that if you continue to wait, you'll see handprints show up on your windows. Ooh. There's the Camaro. There was <laughs> once a man who was killed in a car crash. It's said that he will pull up alongside you and, like, rev his engine and try to get you to, like, race right. with him. Or you can see him pulled off on the side of the road with one of his headlights out. Weird. Oddly specific. Pulled over with I mean, a pedal. <laughs> the more specific, the more true. I guess. Yeah, that's fair. I feel like sometimes when they're, like, overly generic, it's just like, oh, anybody oh, could yeah, say that. But it's like, if out. multiple people told the same story over and over again. And it's about the same detail. Like, right. That's how I feel about it, but yeah. I mean... Unlike, like, the woman in white with her right. veil. Ooh, a, bra- a tall, skinny brunette bride with mm-hmm. a veil over her face. You Wham. can see a woman walking around the property calling for her lost children. Like, so specific. The trees. It's said that the old dairy farm nearby was actually one of the main places where they would accuse and hang witches <laughs> up in the trees. So you can see ghosts of witches hanging in the trees. Yeah, very Sabrina. And last but not least, it's said that there is a haunted hitchhiker. She disappears when you attempt to open the door and give her a ride, and that's that's really it. She's there, you pull over to give her a ride, and she's gone. Weird. And I don't know about you, but I probably just wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Nope. I would not pull up. Questions? Concerns? I mean, many concerns. Every time. Always. What, what state was the Riverdale Road in? Colorado. Colorado. Temporary road trip. That's what I was thinking when I was reading <laughs> it, actually. I was like, let's go. <laughs> let's go to this Riverdale Road. You know, I can imagine in that Camaro case where, like, you know, it just pulls off and it's just got that one headlight out. Like, a lot of people that, you know, like, get spooked out by stuff like this, like, they drive by that and, like, they see a car with one headlight out and they just take that right on by. There's actually someone that's stuck on the side of the road trying to get help. (laughs) Their phone's dead and they're like, why does everyone just keep ignoring me? Well, it would be me. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Don't drive by that. Don't drive a Camaro down that road. I drive a Camaro. If I had, a, if I was driving a Camaro, I'd have a gun. Well, that's all I have this week. <laughs> you guys have anything else you guys want to say? Well, my name's Dalton. I'm Ivy. I'm Kelly. We're the Blue Boys. Go follow our Ding Ding YouTube channel because we finally have videos up there. I've been talking about it forever, and now it's finally a thing. So 
go make our hopes and dreams come true. Please. Give us a subscribe and a like and a all comment. Follow all the us. YouTube comments. Downvote the mean comments because you know what? We're trying our fucking best. <laughs> very, very limited supplies here, folks. Well, bye. Bye.